Hello, everyone. Today's topic of discussion, saving a failing relationship and how to make it last. You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to another edition of Relationships and Chill. And guess what? Today's focus is on... Oh, shoot. Trying to make it last forever. Let's make it last. I am uh, your host, R. Anthony, joined by my co-host, Christina Latrice. And uh, we're going to show y'all how to make it last forever. We're trying to help save a failing relationship and how to make it last. My goodness. Tell me you love me. Hey. That's what you got to do sometimes. You got to tell them you love them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, like I said, on Relationships to Chill, our aim and our focus is to make relationships great again and um, just provide the best possible relationship advice that's out there. We want to give reasonable solutions and uh, bring up, you know, bring awareness to issues that people have that really are simple to fix. They're really pretty simple when you uh, start boiling it down and and getting down to the brass tacks of the whole relationship and the situation you'll start to realize that a lot of the the reasons why we are and we have relationships problems mainly a lot of it is unsettled issues that we had uncommunicated thoughts and feelings that we have is really the things that we don't do things that we don't communicate um to our partners that really cause us to have these issues and causes us to, you know, c- continuously repeat certain cycles and have issues within a relationship that really shouldn't be an issue. But everybody feels their own way. And so in those moments when when you feel a certain type of way and your mate feels a different type of way and you guys don't communicate those things for whatever reason, then it, it brings up a potential issue not necessarily at that very moment but eventually it will cause a problem and it will surface because when you don't communicate what you feel and what you're thinking at that moment you create a new pattern or a new cycle within yourself to not express those things and it changes the dynamic of the person that you are so christina latrice i'm sorry i'm i'm getting just kind of getting everything set up Oh, <laughs> I know you're probably jamming <laughs> to the music anyway. <laughs> you already know it. I already know. <laughs> but um, a lot of the stuff, like I was saying, it's just us as humans, we tend to shy away from conflict. And we believe that that conflict. Now, I've seen a lot of older couples. Now, what about you, Christina? I've seen a lot of older couples and they literally live off of conflict. Like they always arguing, always fighting, always. <laughs> but that's the dynamic of their relationship. And that is the glue that really holds them together. It becomes like a banter thing uh, where they just do it right. just because that's what they do. They, they, that's how they keep the, the thing going. That's right. With that's conflict. Right. Um, but then you got on the flip side where two people don't express themselves and don't say what they need to say. And that's literally the... The, the the match for like a literal match or the, the fire for a, the end of a relationship is like a guaranteed ender of the relationship uncommunicated unexpressed feelings and thoughts that have com- combined over the months and the years becomes now like where did this come from i know a lot i got of- a question about this part because this is a situation that is going on in so many of my people's lives right now and I want to know now, does that lack of communication or dialogue 
Mm-hmm. Does that come from a lack of caring? Where does that come from? Is it just because that's the way the person deals with with t- difficult issues? Like, what exactly is it that brings about that person to be, you know, kind of close to communication? Well, some people haven't ever been able to communicate. I know when I had um, there in the episode that will be uh, airing soon. I had a conversation with a group of men and um, the 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 thing that kind of interests me was the fact that a lot of them believed and, and had a perspective that we just don't know how to like we don't we're not able to communicate. We haven't learned how to communicate because if you think about it from the time a man was a boy, he was taught not to express how he truly feels. So it's a process that a man has to go through to learn how to be able to even just tap in. Because after, let's say, um, from the from the age of being a little boy, let's say it starts at four or five, and a little boy falls down and, and scrapes his leg and he's crying. And so, but all the people are like, don't cry, like, brush it off Amen. and, you know, be a man. Like, don't men don't cry. Men don't do that. Right. right? So, but what it does is it causes him to bury those feelings and and those what he actually feels about that situation so wow. it creates a problem going forward where the man is not able to be able to communicate because it's been buried for so long he's he's established a habit of not being able to 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 bury how he actually feels wow and so after over time women will have the issue of why doesn't he communicate with me Right. But we do communicate. It's just that now we have to find other ways to express those emotions that are unexpressed. Okay. So I, I don't know if that answered the question, but I think it did. It did. It absolutely did. But, I'm, you know, I'm wondering what are the other ways that you guys find to communicate then? If okay. you're not verbally communicating, what are you, how are you communicating love or feeling? Well, how are we communicating? We're communicating it really non-verbally. So just the verbal is one aspect of communication. It's actually a, a smaller percentage than actually what, like inflection, tone. Those things are how we communicate the actual feelings. So a man can say, you know, just I don't want to talk right now. And um, it doesn't mean he doesn't love you or he doesn't want to talk to you. It just means at that moment he doesn't want to express those things that he's feeling. But the tone that he takes about it lets you know what he means. Like, he really means, I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. Or he's upset. So you can tell by his tone that something is upsetting him. Okay. So that kind of gives you the starting point that, okay, he's upset right now. By his And by knowing him, you know, okay, he's upset right now. So I'm just going to let him have his moment or whatever the case may be. Do you know that this is one of the top five reasons why people divorce or people separate literally like the, the lack of dialogue, the lack of communication, this, this is a serious issue for women because we are, you know, it's not that we need constant reassuring, but we do in, 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 in some sort of a way, Mm. if that makes any sense. It's just, it's one of those, you know, um, how Maslow had the hierarchy of needs It's one of our needs. It's just like, it's, um, it's like, okay, if, you know, I, you know, I nurture you and, you know, I support you. I do these, these different things. And I'd like to know every now and again that, you're happy with me and that you're, you know, and that you love me and that you find me beautiful and you find me special or unique or whatever, whatever it is that we are desiring to be communicated. There are times where we really, um, you know, feel like we need that from our mate. And so, you know, the, the more and more um, we begin to communicate, I've noticed is, is it me as a woman in my own relationships um, through the years, the more I would communicate, the less Ooh, communication I would get. <laughs> Turn this house into a home. <laughs> and turn the key. Oh, please be there. Hey, hey, that's my jam. That's my jam. Still in love. Please be there. Whatever you do, don't leave. Please be don't right leave, there. Baby. <laughs> I said, 
That's what he said. What did he say? He said, I said, still. <laughs> That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. Well, anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. But, um, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I think we should go through some, the list of things and reasons why most relationships fail. Okay. Uh, let's let's start with that. Let's start by kind of listing out some of the okay. reasons why. And, and people know because they've more than likely had a relationship that failed. But we want to okay. actually run through the list so that we can kind of pick them apart and okay. and and find out how to be. Uh, we want to prevent the problem for one thing. But if you're already there, we want to be able to work you back and work the relationship and work the situation back. And a lot of the time, it's just a matter of perspective. It's just a different taking a different approach and a different perspective to different things, and those will cause you to kind of like, huh? Let me shift the way I look at it and. Approach it this way. That's right. So and just guys, small, like, simple tweaks. That's right. And you guys, just um, just so you know, here are the statistics right now. In the United States, we've got 40 to 50% of all marriages ending in divorce. So this is a serious um, a serious subject matter um, for so many people, so many of our listeners right now going through separation, going through trials, tribulations with their spouses um, or their mates. And so... You know, um, we want that house to be a home and that's why we're here. So you guys, uh, just a few quick topics that can end a relationship. And then we're going to let y'all listen to the sounds of Mr. Anthony (laughs) as he serenades y'all. But we've got infidelity being number one, you guys, money problems. Lack of communication, lack of intimacy, constant arguing. Now we've got common triggers, they um, which are very important. Also, my partner doesn't listen. My partner doesn't care. I've built up resentment or bottled anger, um, feelings of being unheard or dismissed, yeah. and then the habit of dishonesty. Our Anthony, can you take us to that? Take us to dishonesty and how important it is to be honest in a relationship. Well, honesty is really the key. I mean, you know, if you can't be honest with the person that you with, then y'all ain't gonna stay together. You know what I mean? Um, because <laughs> realistically, um, honesty is who you are, and, and I think if you're not communicating the truth of who you are. It's just the same as all the other ones, right? Um, it really is, because cheating is what you want to do, but you can't express it. That's right. And that's honestly what you want to do. Um, money problems is honestly your issue with not being able to handle money. Right. Um, lack of communication is, but that's just kind of like a known thing. Like if you're not communicating, that's like, okay, we understand that you're not communicating. Mm-hmm. But that's who you are because the person is going to pick that up anyway. They're going to understand. Right. They're going to know that you are not able to communicate. But what are you not communicating? That's where the suspicion comes in. At. The jealousy yeah. comes at. The thoughts come in and, and all the different things come in. And that's true. Um, and lack of intimacy. I mean, it could be a health issue why a person is not being intimate. But that would be ha- that would have to be something that's known, that's expressed to your right. to your to your partner, or else they're going to be suspicious. They're going to say, "Well, if you ain't doing it with me, you're doing it with somebody." You're doing it with somebody, exactly. Exactly. And that's that's exactly how a lot of people find out that people are cheating on right. them just yeah. through the lack the of pattern. intimacy. Well, and two, and the for pattern. my ex husband mm-hmm. with my my first marriage. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he was one of those people who like, it had to be at least twice a day. Like, Mm. you knew, like, you know, like it's just who he was. That was his pattern. Right. And then all of a sudden it went down to one time a day. Okay. You know, (laughs) you count that. You, you, I counted that. So, okay. That's a little interesting. You (laughs) You was was making notes and tabs. You was like, then it went to one to what I think it went every other day. I think that's that. Well, that's as low as he could could take it. But But you see how a pattern was established and then now something happened to make you say, okay something according to our pattern ain't exactly. right exactly and the suspicion didn't come in until like if it wasn't for that if he would have been smart and he would have just kept that up i would have never even been probably would never even figured it out but shoot two a day never. two a day is a lot to, to maintain 
I'm telling you, you, you that's a shoot. lot of work. That's, Layer. that's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, and on my part too. So, and, and on your yeah, shoot. <laughs> Man, I get tired. I get tired sometimes, and uh, true. You know, shoot. I got excuses though. I be recording podcasts, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new excuse. That's my, I'm doing I've been thing. up all night recording podcasts, baby. Shoot. But I get you in the morning. I make sure I you taken you. care of in the morning. Let me get my strength together. Let me get my strength. Let me get my strength. But um I mean, yeah, so that that's honesty is, is the main thing because who yeah. you are is, is gonna be is gonna show. I mean like you said, you found out one way or another that that's what he was doing. So I, I always like to like say, okay, well, just put it, just go ahead and give it to me in the front end in terms of like whatever the issue is, like let me know up front and then I can, I can work my way around it. And, and most women are like that. Like women will yeah. understand. They'll be like, you know, if you let me know that way you can make an informed decision. You can make a decision and say, I, I, I'm okay with it. Or these are the parameters that I'll be okay with it. Right, right. Because uh, you don't always have to just bounce just because of exactly. something that's different or something that you're not used to. You know, you know, a lot of times, like, because I know, um, like, shoot, I mean, it's so many different things. Like, you know, certain things that, that I may not have done before that I just decided to do because, you know what, I said, well, you know, that's something my man, like, let's make that happen. You know, like, it, it's okay to be reasonable and pliable, you know, right. with your man. And, you know, you don't have to be approved all the time. You, you can do some different things. Now, if it's against your, your moral prowess and what you believe in, obviously, you can bounce right. you know going about your business but it is it's, it's you know allowing people to be themselves is one of the greatest gifts mm -hmm. that we can have as women right you know to allow our men to be our men you know and oh no you don't have to pretend in front of me you don't have to be like what you are for your mama and all your friends and mm -hmm. whoever you don't have to be for me you can just be you that to me that that's something i kind of pride myself Ooh, on that's a good but that's a good point because we we have learned how to be so many different people in different right. scenarios and that causes uh and, and it started with me. That's how I started not using profanity. Because when I when I sat down and thought about it, I was like, I'm not gonna say the same words in front of kids. Like if I'm talking to a group of kids, I'm not gonna be using profanity. Or if I'm in church, I'm not gonna use profanity. So you use your speech based on where you are. If you're in certain environments, you're gonna cuss. But if you're in other environments, then you're not gonna cuss. So really, you're not being genuinely who you are. So I eventually was like, I'm not using no profanity because. I'll be fake. I'll be phony. If I can't talk to talk the way I want, I'm talking right now at church or in front of kids, then I don't need to be. I'm not. It's not who I am. It's not genuinely me. Oh, I like so, that. That was good. So, but you know, it goes back to what you're saying. Like all these, we're we're we try to be so many people. We try to be people pleasers. Yeah. We try to please so many people in so many different avenues from the family to our friends to our our mate uh, to the people at work. I mean, you're having to be about 30 different people. Yeah. And that's that, that we, gets overwhelming. That gets we exhausting. Get lost. You do we get, get lost. lost. That's true. And, and it combines and you like you don't even you don't even you think you are this. Well, you it's like a how do you even know where you are, who you are, where you are in your life? Exactly. Because it's compartmentalized into so many different aspects that you can't even really figure out where I am in all of this. And when you are sharing your life with somebody, this is something that you are saying, OK, you know what? I'm with you through thick and thin, the ups and downs, rich or poor, better or worse. And, uh, you know, if, if if you're looking for something genuine, if you're looking for that truest love, like the most beautiful love that you can imagine, love yourself as you are and love your partner as they are. That is one of the greatest things that we can do to make a relationship great. Again. Let me ask you a question. How in the world can you... Uh, I'm curious. I really am curious. How do you love? How do you know if you're loving yourself? How do I know that I'm loving myself? Well, firstly, I take time 
-hmm. for myself to do things that are strictly for me, that are going to be beneficial for me, only me, that's going to make me feel good. It's not about anybody else. It's not about, um, you know, making somebody else happy. It's just about pleasing me. And I try to make sure that I do one thing. If it's just, you know, if it's just staying in meditation for my own spiritual well-being, I'll do that for myself. If it's just going to the gym and um and working out y'all know i'm a curvy girl i've been curvy all my life and it's good to be curvy but when things start not being exactly where they used to be it's time to start doing something for yourself to just you know just work on the things that make you happy and um to me knowing who i am like i love to take a look in the mirror and examine myself okay where are you right now in your life you know i may not do that like all the time like every single day but i will take time um, maybe every few months just to see, you know, where are you, you mm. know, um, where, like, are you, you know, are you feeling good? Like making sure that I'm feeling good, like in my sphere, feeling good, um, feeling well-being all around me. Um, that is very, very, very important to me. And it's something that I did not do in my life before. So I can feel the love coming from myself. Mm whether it be toward other people, whether it be, but especially expressed within me for me, mm. just for me, you know, and, and that's different. That's new for me. This is a new journey, a new walk um, in my life. Like I, I used to always put everybody first mm. and everything first, you know, like nothing really, like I would kind of be lost. I would be one of those people getting lost in translation um, as I went through my day. And now I make sure, where are you? How are you feeling? You know, um, and, and how I feel does matter. Mm -hmm. You know, it matters to me. And and I make it my business to just feel good. I want to enjoy this life that I'm living. And by me um, showing love to myself, giving time to myself for myself, I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So, I mean, answer. let's let's get a little bit into your life. And um, okay. I'm just curious to know why your uh previous marriage i, I this is, i just want to qu quickly because you touched on yeah. this before but quickly why do you think or why did it in and how did it i, I would say because you kind of touched on it already but how did it end for you because there's a lot of women that will still stick with and be with that man even though he broke the bond of the trust that she that you have or you know, when you found out, uh, let me ask you, when you found, let me start with this. When you found out what happened next? Oh, wow. The pain. I, I just remember the anguish. There was such a, a betrayal because our relationship up until that point was dynamic. It was just like, you know, I found my best friend, you know, like it was like, you know, we were just so close. We mm -hmm. were just very, very close. And, you know, we had little things. There were little things like now that I am like the eyewitness quote unquote and i'm looking back and i can i can see certain red flags but they were so subtle mm -hmm. you know they were very 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 subtle that there were issues and our issues um i believe came about with financial issues i think that that gave him the permission to do what he you know like mentally to engage with somebody else um and you know and it was interesting because he, he had several businesses um at the time um he um he had i guess a, a few companies working out of uh new york and he left them um for his brother i, I don't know if you guys know again i'm from detroit so he moved to um south southfield michigan um to be with me and when he did that, um, his brother kind of took over for, you know, some of the, the the things he had going on there in New York. And his brother kind of, you know, he 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 he's a very nice man and he's the kind of man I'll say, OK, I'll accept an IOU from a business like a business could order like a ton of shoes or a ton of bags or whatever. And he would literally say, OK, I'll accept an I IOU. And these people would never pay him back. And so eventually the businesses began to just kind of fold. And I believe that in a way I was sort of to blame for that. Like if I would not have moved with you, you know, then this would not have happened in a way. And I think that that was like something maybe unconscious you know, like a, a or a subconscious um, decision that he kind of made, mm -hmm. like, you know, she's disappointed me. Mm. And, and and then that's where where it kind of um, went left, you know. OK, so you you had some blame 
you you feel some type of blame mm -hmm. for that okay yes absolutely and i did too at the time like when i when i knew about the folding i i felt like oh wow this is my fault if i would have just mm -hmm. you know um so yeah so did absolutely. he want to leave you or you wanted out who 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 made oh the oh i wanted out i wanted out even you know, though you but... felt like you were to blame but I for felt like I degree. was to blame for that yeah and I you know it was something that I felt a lot of guilt for and I asked him for forgiveness mm -hmm. um and you know he didn't forgive me though like he even though I was the one to walk away mm -hmm. um I believe that if I would have stayed he would he would have walked away eventually okay. because there was an animosity that had built up that was strong right, and it right, was thick right. and, yeah so i could but, see it but you know that's a pretty common theme that animosity that that um unspoken thing that is 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 like a, un, a, a unforgivingness that mm -hmm. comes from a person that's unexpressed too because that's that's like i realized just well let me let me say this because going back to what you said you felt as though the person that you were with turned out to not be the person that you thought that he was. Mm -hmm. But the reason why you thought he changed or the change that happened was as a result of what you, something you did that caused him to do something else. Wow. Right? Wow. So I'm trying to get an understanding of you felt blame or guilt I for your good. part in it and he felt the frustration or the 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 whatever you, the anger yeah. the resentment mm -hmm. for what you had done which caused him to cheat cheat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely and I, I remember but see like but, but my point uh, my point is both of you guys the 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 common denominator was neither of you were communicating honest feelings or honestly what you were doing so oh. realistically you doing what you did was the somewhat equivalent right not necessarily oh, that you wow. were with somebody but just the fact that you wasn't able to communicate something that you wanted to do to him right wow. you wasn't able to communicate okay i i want to do this so mm -hmm. let me just go ahead and do it and i worry about the consequences later right. which caused him to do the same thing just in his version of it exactly and you know what? Um, it's funny because the reason why I'm so good now at communicating with my mate is because that's one of the things that you taught me. I don't know if you remember that, but you and I had this conversation or something similar to this conversation before. Mm -hmm. And you told me, you said, you know, you're, you know, I don't know how aware of this you are, but you're not, you didn't communicate. You know, you had all this bottled up um, guilt, you know, and so he began to point the finger at you because you it like all started with you. You had this bottled up guilt that you weren't communicating. You didn't talk to him about it. And, you know, and so for this relationship um, and, and for the audience to audience, I am in a in a relationship now. Um, you know, I, I, I maybe even tend to over communicate because I want to make sure that how I feel is known, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what, like, even if it's something small, I try to make sure that, um, I talk to him about it because, you know, now, um, I just focus on what I want. And that is a, um, great relationship, something that our audience is also looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's what we aim to do here at relationships and chill. We want to make relationships great again, and I think a lot of the times using for you and I using our personal experiences to express those things to um, personal experiences to express lessons that we've learned or even learning lessons as we express those things. You know, while we're talking, we see a different angle and a different perspective, right. and so we want to offer different perspectives on why things kind of why things go awry and why things fall apart and a lot of times we neglect to take blame for our responsibilities and our parts we look at the big things as you know like okay that person cheated and obviously that's not a good thing but what are you doing and how will you respond to those to that thing because 
a lot of the times we first of all what happens is we internalize those types of things and especially if we put the blame on 100% blame this is why it's important to take blame for your part in it because when you put the blame on somebody else that lens will now be the way you see mm-hmm. the next whatever the next guy or the next five years of dating right. that you don't want to be cheated on you don't want to be cheated on you don't want to be cheated on it's like when you t- when you count the money and you just count like you're trying to focus on counting the money and you lose count Shoot. yeah you focus on it but somebody all somebody gotta do is say hey and you lost count and you lost count it's, it's, it's like whoa hold on mm-hmm. because you were just so focused on the th- not losing count <laughs> that you that you <laughs> lost count but um so focused on what the person is doing or not doing mm-hmm. will cause you to exhibit one of two things either you're gonna find what the you're gonna find something or you're gonna be you're gonna pretty much push that person into that corner in the sense that everything about you is telling that person to cheat right exactly you know what i mean like you're you're constantly you know like nagging them you're constantly wondering like wondering where they are what they doing um when they're gonna be home when this when that and you know, obviously, as a man, your job is to, you know, kind of like re, um, I can't think of the word, but just kind of, kind of, uh, no, not redirect, but just to make sure that your, your, your trust is in a good place. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, that comes by honestly communicating. Right. Okay. If you do that, then, you know, you'll, as a man, you'll solve a lot of, a lot of those issues. I know my aim when I before I ever got married was to be a, an efficient, effective communicator and to to be able to express myself without any room for error, without without any room for like misinterpretation. Yeah, misinterpretation. I wanted you to be able to understand exactly what I'm saying and how I'm saying it, and that's it. Now, after I give it to you, that's on you. That's that's something you got to internalize and. I would appreciate you bringing it back. So I want to make sure I have to make sure that I'm always open for a rebuttal or open for new, you know, their information, their part and what they have to say. Right. So. But. Understanding your part in problems will help you to understand their reaction. Right. To the problem and and what is your expectation from that person right um your expectations from people will cause and that's why we always say don't have any expectations yeah um other than obviously if you're married you can expect you have to expect that person to keep their word but also with the understanding that that person can change their mind at any moment they have the, the ability to change their mind at any moment and say i don't want this anymore that's right so with that understanding now you kind of neutralize your views and you neutralize the all the other stuff that could possibly cause a problem you you're in a neutral position because now it's real love right it's real love because now i'm choosing to love you i'm i've come to a realization that i am choosing to love you because i can choose not to love you i can choose to leave and go and be with somebody else or be by myself or go to the Sahara Desert if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But what my woman did is put herself in such a position in my life that I could not see myself without having her in my life. Right. Right. So when a woman, when a man allows and opens up the space for a woman to do that, and she's able to do that based on what she knows about him and that's that's not gonna that's that's something that that's not gonna be easily broken that's right that's right but it all starts from the communication aspect of it mm-hmm. and knowing what you bring to the table and knowing how you affect your your mate how you affect your mate and that's why like your story is so so powerful because you affected him in such a way that it caused him to do something that he hadn't previously been doing that's right because he felt let down by you. That's right. 
That's right. And so, that's and that's a that's a tough position to be in for, especially you know, for a woman and for a man too, because he feel. I, I guess I'm assuming. I'm just. This is all me assuming from his perspective. But I, if I was in that position, I would see it from that angle for for the most part. That, but I would have been able to express what and why I'm upset about that. Why this is messing. This will affect this and that and that and that and that right um but a lot of it like i said it's 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 very important to deal with as many issues as possible as they come up That's and not right. waiting you know and, and and it goes back to what we talked about as men sometimes we don't want to talk about and express things but we have to from that position that we're in because it's raw and it's true at that moment mm. Now, after you go back and sit back and think about it and all that stuff and rationalize it and come up with all these different reasons why you shouldn't be upset. Now, that is still there to a certain degree, but now you've worked it in your mind to where it's lesser. Right. So it's not, it, it, you kind of like, it's like how um, people dilute themselves to like say videos online so you you see all these videos of cops killing black people so eventually you just look at it and like okay you desensitize to it it's, mm-hmm. it's like just another video exactly so we we desensitize we desensitize ourselves to our true emotions by not expressing them mm-hmm. so when a, an emotion or a feeling or a thought or an idea does well up we're like okay whatever like i'll get over it i'll be okay mm-hmm. but then eventually those things start to build up and now you're like, well, why am I with this person? I can't even talk to them. But exactly. you're talking to your friends. And that's another thing, you know, when it comes to saving a failing relationship is your communication about the issues that you're having should be with that person that you're having them with. Not with your friends, not with your mom, not with your aunts and uncles and anybody else that's outside of the relationship. Because you're saying to yourself, I don't want this anymore. And you're, usually if you're saying that, then your friend's going to be like, you shouldn't have it no more. Well, <laughs> like, you know, like, well, that's the way. thing. Like, even when you, when yeah. you, like you're saying, when you talk to your friends about it, they're in the back of their mind somewhere has to be, well, it has to be one thing. If they're a real genuine friend is why aren't you talking to them? Why aren't you talking to them? Yep. That's right. You know what I mean? So it that's tells right. me that you really don't want to be with that person. If you can't, if you're, you're more comfortable talking to me about an issue you're having with the person you choose to spend the rest of your life with or even exactly. that particular moment of your life with and you'll rather come to me about it you don't that's really right. want that person that's right that's right that's right but you know the problem with women like and, and i'll say women because i am a woman and i'm a woman who speaks with multiple women all the time and one of the things that um, a man who does not communicate can do for a woman is make a woman feel unheard or dismissed. Mm-hmm. And that is the worst feeling in the world. And mm-hmm. that usually brings a woman to who? their friends or their family. They begin to entrust them with sacred information mm-hmm. concerning their mates that they wouldn't otherwise ever give out to anybody else but their mates. Right. And I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. But when you do that, that is a betrayal. And I don't think I don't think many of us really realize what that is, but it's as significant as a betrayal would be to us by our partner, you know, you know, infidelity or whatever the case is just as deep as a betrayal as infidelity is Mm -hmm. to me Um, to tell your personal business um, to a friend about a mate, your mate that that you won't even talk to, you know, it's just as deep to me. I feel um, I feel like a person that that is your friend that won't tell you to talk to your mate about it doesn't want you to be in that relationship. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they I they agree. they have a, a hidden agenda some kind of way. You know, um if they're not telling you to talk to that person, then they're not your they're friend. not your friend. They're not really your friend. They don't have your best interest because they That's the only way you're going to resolve it. You can't resolve your issues talking to me. No, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I can't affect the the issue at hand. You got to communicate those things with your spouse. And it's and it's not easy to do. You know, um, it's not easy to do at all. But as far as men 
taking what their woman says for granted, I think it be I think it happens because well part of the time it happens because women are always saying stuff. Mm-hmm. Um always saying stuff. And so but at a point if you're always saying something, it becomes less valid. Um, because men, most men, we tend to save our words for when it matters or when it doesn't matter. Like, for instance, talking about sports, like we can talk about sports and talk about women all day long as men. But when it comes to talk about how we actually feel in our internals, you know, that's that's that becomes the problem. Because most men haven't learned how to, and I think women have to allow the man to be in a in a place to where he's vulnerable enough and open enough. But see, if a man believes you you talk too much already, why would he share that information with you when you're just gonna go off and tell your friends what he told right. you? Mm-hmm. So really, it boils down to trust. That's right. That's right. So That's right. I think another uh, one good way to build that trust within your man is to not share that information with anybody, your friends, exactly. your mom, nobody like certain things are off limits. Now, if you just if you guys just having like my wife, she'll tell her friends like something that I told her, like information, like good information, like right. you know, TK says to do this. That's but different. that's to the extent of it. Yeah, that's to the extent extent of right. it. But right. when it comes to intimate details. I trust her with intimate details, which is why I'm able to express those things. But she has to know that I don't. This is just how it is. Like, I don't I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to give you too many. I don't give people access to that information. Right. No. So you don't give access to the information. So it becomes sacred to the to the woman. But she has to realize that that information is sacred. That's right. You know, and 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 really appreciate the sacredness of anything that's sacred. So that's if right. a, so, there's it, it, so many layers to it. But if a man and a woman in a relationship has to become students of each other, that's right. If you're not a student of your mate, then you're gonna run into some surprises. What do you do if one is a student of the mate and the other is not? It depends. For a man, if a, um, if a man is a student of the mate, then it it actually works out better. But if but too many times women are the student of their mate while mm. they're in a relationship. But it's like, what are you studying about that mate? Because he's not going to give you access to certain files inter- internally. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think it's hard the way you have to do it to get access. I always said it like this. Um, when I was single, I had the way I the way a woman evolved into my to my life is by the access, by the information she has. Mm-hmm. So the more information a woman has in depth like you can tell women i'm you know i'm from here and i'm this is my age and you know just the generic stuff and then you know more information the more information a a woman gets the higher up in the ranks she gets Mm -hmm. so but she has to earn that trust of being able to withhold information about you okay but if you telling your husband about your girlfriend's problems well in my mind, you're going to be telling her about our problems. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's supposed to be sacred, that's too. That's supposed to be sacred information. Absolutely. But then, too, why is she telling you? Why are you not telling her to go and tell the person she having that issue with? Exactly. So, exactly. like, okay, so you see how I'm building, in mm-hmm. my mind, a track record against that woman to reasons why I don't need to communicate with this or that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of it is to fear. Um, a lot of the reasons why men take women for granted is the fear. It depends on what you what you take take women for granted. Take what a woman says for granted. I want I need an example so that I can like express it. Of a okay. man, something a woman would say that a man would take for granted. It sounds like a Family Feud question. <laughs> it does. And, um... 
Um, oh, why aren't you more loving to me? Um, I don't, but see, that's so vague, though. It is vague. Um, something. Why that's, are we? Hmm. I can't think of anything because I, I can't. Obviously, either. I don't have that kind of problem. <laughs> but I mean, and I'm not saying it like that. The only reason why I don't have that problem is because of the things I'm talking about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I know we're 45 minutes in and we just we just like to dialogue about certain things. But yeah, um, I know we're this far into the conversation. And first, we got to realize, like, why the relationship is failing. And these reasons stated before are the reasons why it's stated. I mean, it's, it's happening. Why it's failing is because two people to sum it up, two people have there are two individuals coming together to create a life. So you got two people with two different experiences, two different influences trying to mesh together and become one person or create one life together. But they still have to go through all the phases that a one one life would go through. So you go through the adolescence phase, you go through the, you know, the just interested in everything phase. You, you, you want to be around each other all the time. You want to, you know, you don't even fart in front of each other. You know what I mean? Like, you don't do none of the stuff that will make you look any other way than how you feel they they should look at you. Uh, but after you get to a certain point in the relationship, those things that you wanted to protect now are the things that actually make the relationship colorful. It makes it like, man, this is a great relationship. It creates, so now you're creating the fingerprint, the I, the, the, the DNA of the, of the relationship that makes it unique, that makes it special. Because now the reason why it's so, it becomes that is because now it's unique. It, it's not like all the other relationships. It's, right. a, it, it's becoming its own entity, its own life. It's taking on its own life. And within that, that's where the interest comes. That's where the, the, the protection comes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, people don't protect their relationships. Mm-hmm. And protecting by protecting your relationship, this is how you save it from failing, is by me and my woman looked at it like this. We have a garden. We plant a garden. And we put in those that garden all the wonderful things that we want, the communication, travel, we want to enjoy each other conversation we want to have make sweet passionate love as often as possible we want to have kids we want to so we create these ideas of how we want our relationship and our marriage and the rest of our lives to be mm-hmm. now what we have to do after we plant those seeds is we have to water and we have to stay on top of it we have to make sure everything is is secured within that garden that birds don't come and try to take up the seed and all that kind of stuff now, we're protecting that garden. As it starts to grow, we still got to continuously protect it. Mm-hmm. But we also got to protect it from weeds that might come in, meaning seeds that look just like the seeds we planted. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that they don't take up root. And by that, I mean outside influences that affect the relationship that you guys have idealized in your together. Right. You have to protect it from those things, those influences TV, all this, all these different areas, they come in and they affect the individual's um, path. They do. It affects the thoughts. So that thought, those new thoughts that they're thinking now affects everything else about them. So if you're not careful and study the seed that you planted, you can easily mistake it for weed and pluck it out. So you got to wow. pluck out the right thing. You got to see what is not with that person's pattern. And that's that comes from studying your partner studying your partner you'll know these are the things that we consider to be important for our relationship now as we go along and you starting to veer i need to know where you're going right but if i've been observing i can pick up on what you've been listening to Mm -hmm. pick up on what you've been watching pick up on who you've been hanging out with women do that pretty well actually women like okay i don't like you hanging out with him yeah you know what i mean and um but men don't pick up enough in hopes that it doesn't cause them to look like they're trying to control the woman. Exactly. So if I'm noticing my woman is watching a lot of Real Housewives or whatever, and she's picking up on subtle traits of those women that don't have the type of relationship that we have, 
now it's going to cause a rift between her and I. Mm-hmm. Because she's she's changing up on the the focus that we have, the garden that we have, the new seeds are coming in that are causing her to think differently and look at things different, mm-hmm. and to um, use certain uh, certain things that may cause her to feel like this is what being a strong woman or whatever type of woman is, mm-hmm. which is that now that's the problem right there. Um, because it's like that's not why I got with you. That's not why I'm here with you. Right. I'm not here with you because you are trying to replicate what you see on TV as exactly. a, the idea of what a strong woman is. I'm with you because of you. Exactly. You're strong enough to be with me, so I'm going to focus and I'm going to uh, this is how we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like I, this is this is the person that I fell in love with. This is the mm-hmm. person that I want to be with. Not this person over here who you're projecting out because it seems like the thing to do mm-hmm. so as the man we got to be real protective of our woman's mind because as you know the serpent attacked a woman he came towards the woman for the woman first that's right that's right with outside influences mm-hmm. meaning oh. the garden was theirs but something outside of the garden persuaded them to do something that was not in the original agenda. Wow. So I you see. have to be you have to be very cognizant of it. So now just quickly, how do you save it? How do you make it last? And some of the things we've already expressed honestly communicating. Yes. You got to express and deal with the actual issue at hand. Don't run away from it. Don't Talk to other people. Don't confide in other people. Confide and and communicate with the person that you are with. That's who you need to be talking to. I love that you put that number one. I love that you put that. Honest dialogue, honest communication. It is the greatest gift that we have to make a great relationship and to save a failing one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but even before, you know, let, let's just, I, I just want to touch on it before even it even gets to this point. A lot of people rush into relationships mm-hmm. and how you start something is how it's going to end. Rushing into something will cause you to neglect a lot of the things that you should have been aware of before. Mm-hmm. And people realize it a little bit too late being in love with the idea of this person and not studying that person but loving the idea of the the mate or the person that you chose and another thing too people choose to neglect a lot of things because they don't want to find out because they don't want to be in another failed relationship right right because you know they know they have an inclination because it's happened to them before Before. but they don't want to address it because they don't want to face the facts because it'll make them feel inadequate they don't want to face the facts that this person is not who they believe they are. The elephant would, in the room. Yep, but it'll make them look like a lesser person, but it doesn't do that. It makes you a stronger person because now as you take the responsibility for your part and realize that I am projecting some some, some things out that is causing me to attract a certain type of person or I'm drawing out of the person that I'm with certain traits and certain aspects that wasn't there before like it's like you said the pattern changed but it was something that you that you interjected into the relationship that took the gloves off right like if you're not going to communicate with me about this that's right money or whatever it is or just going and buying something then huh what else you ain't communicating with me about? Exactly. So you know what? If you're not going to communicate with me about this, and I know it's, you can consider it childish, and most people will consider that childish because they don't want to take the blame for their mm-hmm. for their issue. They'll say, that's exactly. childish. You're being childish because you're only doing what I'm... You're only doing that to me because I did it to you. Exactly. Exactly. But there's... I mean, there's a difference. I, th- I think there's a difference between... And it's not good to be spiteful. It's not good to do things out of spite. Because you mm-hmm. do it, I'm going to do it. Right. But That's at the right. same time, you got to look at... For every cause, there's an there's effect. There's an effect. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. For every action, there is a reaction. A reaction. For every thought, there is something that's gonna move you towards something. If you perpetually think about something, you will eventually do it. That's right. That's right. That's you will right. Absolutely, eventually do it. And this makes sense too, um, as to why self-examination is something that's very important because I know the old me, the person who I was at the time that I was married, I would not have known that oh wow that was holding something withholding Mm -hmm. something and you know and that is a form of dishonesty you think okay well if i haven't verbally told a lie then it's not lying but Mm -hmm. withholding is also um a means of dishonesty and you know it's very important to understand that because i i I think a lot of us oh wow i didn't lie i ain't had a lie so you know hey you know i ain't lying you know but like you can lie to yourself absolutely you can lie to yourself and that can destroy a relationship and so you know my the result was a divorce a actual separation and that this is why in our very first show our very first episode i said it could have been salvageable mm-hmm. because if i would have been the reflective human being that i am today i would have before i went to bed thought about what i was feeling what my actions were and it may not have ever even gotten to the resentment being bottled up the anger and then the cheating Mm -hmm. that's why i said it was salvageable absolutely i think it's all i mean most of them are salvageable i think it's just a matter of what the two people have agreed upon and i think even Mm -hmm. even even if you have agreed upon this is how we're gonna be and this is what we're gonna do Mm -hmm. um i think taking into account the change the changes Mm -hmm. that we have as humans and and but then you have to kind of go back to where that change happened but you won't know that until you dialogue with the other person exactly because one thing i've learned about about honest communication and this is why i'm such an advocate of it is because the, the when me and my wife's relationship went to the next level it was really at a moment where it was the most honest I've ever been in my life about mm-hmm. anything, about myself, um, about my past, about everything. Mm-hmm. So when I was able to do that with myself and express those things to her, she was able to do it back because now she saw that I was in a vulnerable place and I was mm-hmm. in an open and honest place. And if I was going to be that forthcoming in my issues it it made her more comfortable to be able to do the same that's right so that like that 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 thing that i put out there like will always attract like if i speak the truth it will find a way to bring back the truth to me that's right no matter how hard it is a lot of times the, the hardest thing that the hardest things that we think are hard ends up being easy Mm-hmm. We think, well, shoot, if I if I say that, then they're going to fire me. Exactly. And then you say it, and they're like, oh, that was actually a really great idea. I'm glad you said that because now, now you're in a position to be being looked at as different. Right. You know, and so a lot of the times we overplay it in our minds, and that's why it's so important to express those things as, as they happen. Mm-hmm. But do it with a um velvet glove on i always like to say that like cut me yeah. but cut me with at least cut me with a le- with a nice glove on with a velvet right. glove don't do no don't do it with a dirty glove on at least have right. a nice clean velvety you know what i mean be a smooth criminal yeah be a smooth <laughs> yeah, be, a sm- <laughs> be a smooth criminal cut me smooth I'm a smooth cut me uh, but yeah, I mean, but just to kind of, I don't know if you got anything to add, but you know, it's been about an hour oh, to, yeah. to, you know, to the conclusion, but we're going to kind of conclude it here. Well, um, I do want to say this uh, to, to our listeners, um, you know, you guys can do whatever it is that's in your heart to do. Like we are powerful beings. We're not weak. 
not by any means and if you are in a relationship right now that you feel is broken um then i want you to continue to listen to this podcast this podcast is going to help you on so many different levels um to restore that relationship and make it great again have the faith and the belief that it can be great and it will be great absolutely hey we that's what that's our aim here that is our aim our theme and our aim is to make relationships great again and it's so simplistic it's such a i ain't gonna say it's not easy it is not easy there's a huge difference between something being easy and being simple um so we're not saying it's gonna be just you know just something that you can just do and it doesn't really cost you anything but you know i just I just want to just kind of close it out with, you know, just to kind of rehash and bring it all to a head. What we've pretty much been saying throughout this whole thing and how, you know, we've talked about why relationships fail and and why things happen in relationships that causes us to, you know, see the other person differently. And we and in that difference, we feel as though they're they've been a stranger this whole time. And so part of the thing is just people are not up to date on who they are with. So if you've been together with somebody for a year, eight months ago, they probably made the change. So really, you've only been together for four months. But if you're not observant and that person is not expressive, then it's going to you guys are just going through the motions of being together. And then when you find out new information about something then you feel slighted you feel as though that person has been lying to you the whole time and that person has been someone else that you didn't know and then all of a sudden now you know them actually a lot of times that's when the relationship starts when you know things that you didn't know about your spouse you know that they like other women or you know they like you know to spend money on whatever or they like to do this or that's things that are contrary to what they've told you the only the thing is they they just didn't express those things to you and a lot of times they just don't even know they just really don't even know that these are their habits and this these are their things in this scenario because this scenario for them is new so you can have a person that never really did much but because they're in a new scenario they feel uncomfortable with being in a relationship so condensed Mm -hmm. so you know then that creates but then it all boils down to these three things or four things i might make it four but these definitely these three things that you can use and that will start the process of moving the relationship into a different better sphere and we touched on pretty much all these things but number one is honestly be honest with yourself Be honest with yourself and your part in whatever the issue or the relationship issues are. Take responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions. What did you do? What could you have done different? Did you allow yourself and allow your person to feel comfortable enough to be able to express their true, their truth, their the true internal person that they are? Have you made them comfortable enough? Have you uh, have you expressed to them that you want the ugly truth about who they are? You want the ugly truth, whatever it is, just let you know, because that way you don't set yourself up for failure. And once you take the responsibility, express that responsibility um, that you've taken to the person that you having the problems with, not to anybody else, but take the responsibility, express that truth to your partner. And lastly, make sure you your partner is in a position or in a place where it's just and I don't mean like physically. I mean, but you guys are in a place where you both understand that you're in this. So make sure that person understands that you're in this relationship to make it work, not to make it fail. You want the best interest of that of that person. And as you do that. And you start making the adjustments and taking the proper actions and doing what you're supposed to do to make a relationship work. Then that other person will either make a decision to stay and work it out with you 
or they will absolutely leave. But you're putting yourself in the position to uh, to attract the person, the last person you'll ever be with. So make sure you take into account these things and love yourself, but also open yourself up enough to love other people. That's been today's uh, episode, Relationships and Chill. Make sure you subscribe to our uh, iTunes. Um, Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, You can also find us on YouTube TV. And we just want to make relationships great again. We want to make sure we express as much truth and and try to help people uh, make relationships great again. Um, I appreciate your time. We appreciate the love. Make sure you tell all your friends, your aunties, your mama, them, all everybody you can think of. Make sure you get the word out and let them know that this is the real deal. Relationships and chill is the real deal. This is the place where you can go and get the best information, the best relationship and dating advice that you've ever heard. Let them know. Don't just hold it to yourself. But um, <laughs> this has been, um, like I said, Relationships and Chill podcast. Our Anthony, Christina Lynn, and we out of here. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.